Friends, welcome back to Take a Chance on Me, where we savor Catholic sacred chant and polyphony one morsel at a time. I'm your host, Gwen Christian, and I believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to understand and appreciate chant. I hope the beauty of this music soothes your spirit, helps you to pray, and if you attend Mass, enhances both your experience of and participation in the liturgy, even if you don't hear this music sung in your local church. St. Hildegard of Bingen, patroness of the podcast, pray for us. Well, ladies and gents, we are coming up on the third Sunday of Lent. We are almost at the halfway point of this penitential season. Can you believe it? Because I sure can't. Now, last year, about this time, we did an episode focused on the communion chant for the third Sunday of Lent. So if you're interested in hearing it, scroll on back to episode four, Qui Biberit Aquam. Today, this week, we're looking at the Offertorium chant instead. Let's dive into the text. You may or may not know that in the Latin language, there is no letter J, so they use an I-U. Justitiae Domini Recte, Letificantes Corda. The ordinances of the Lord are right, bringing joy to all hearts. Et judicia eius dulci ora supermel et favum. Sweeter than honey or the honeycomb. Nam et servus tuus custodiet ea. Therefore, your servant will observe them. This comes to you from Psalm 19, verses 9 through 12. And in liturgical cycle year B, it doubles as the text for the responsorial psalm. Let's listen to Justitiae Domini Recte. brings us to musical musings. As always, if you want to see the music for yourself, all you need to do is go to the show notes, click on the first link you find there. That PDF will open up and you'll be able to see in square notation, Justitiae Domini. Now, even though there's no J in Latin, the folks who arranged the app for us did put that letter J at the beginning for this particular chant. And above the letter J, you'll see in tiny Roman numerals, what the mode is for this week. If you can see that, shout out to me from our Facebook page and let me know what mode are we in this week. It's a little bit out of the ordinary when we don't hear quite as often. Our chant nerd term revisit 
because we have talked about this before, but there are so many of them in this chant. It was worth returning to. A tristrafa is when there are three punctums grouped together and they are meant to be sung in a pulsated way. Ooh, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them that appear in Justitiae Domini. How very Trinitarian. Now, one other musical tidbit that's noticeable about Justitiae Domini is that there's a limited range in the number of notes that you're singing. You're not even using every tone in a solfege scale. The lowest we get, we touch on do of our solfege scale four times in the piece, but only for a quick minute. We don't sing it a whole bunch. And the highest we ever get is to la. So it's a limited, more subdued melody line instead of super melismatic going all over the place. But we do have those redundant embellished cadences that become sort of predictable. So we can really, as we're listening to Justitia Domini, we can kind of tell where it's going. There aren't any real musical surprises. Let's move on to resonant reflections. I couldn't tell you where I heard this, but I remember learning that when Jewish families would teach the scriptures to their children, they would sometimes give them a spoonful of honey or a piece of candy when it was time to memorize the word of God. And I thought, what a neat practice to associate scripture with sweetness. I'm sure the inspiration for that came from Psalm 19. Your words are more precious than gold, sweeter than honey from the comb. But let's be honest, is that our lived experience on a daily basis? I think more often, even those of us who are striving to follow Christ, find gold to be sweeter than the law of the Lord. I know at least for me, I do not yet have the ability to say that I desire the precepts of the Lord more than anything else, that they are my deepest desire. But I aspire that that would be true. So this week, perhaps there's a way that we could sweeten this deal for ourselves to find a way to deepen our desire for reading the word of God or spending time in prayer. Maybe it's not a literal spoonful of honey or sugar for you, but what else could it be? The thing I've been doing lately is making my cup of coffee to sit down with when I'm ready to have prayer time. I like the coffee, so the positive association makes it more likely that I'll get into the chair. If you come up with other ideas for how to apply this idea, will you jump on the Facebook page and let us know what you came up with? Finally, let's close the show with my favorite segment, the Sunday playlist. The other link you can always find in our show notes will take you to a YouTube playlist of music I've curated especially for you. The selections in that playlist are either drawing from the themes that this week's text inspires or the actual scripture of the chant itself. So this week's playlist begins with, of course, another rendition of the chant for you to compare and contrast with. 
And then we have several well-known composers. We have Palestrina, we have Scarlatti, we have Mendelssohn. And in between those two, we have Giuseppe Giordani. That's kind of a tongue twister. And another one by Rotter. Now, not all of these recordings are professional, but the compositions are beautiful and worth listening to. The second half of our playlist features artists like Alison Krauss and gospel singer Vicki Winans. At the end, there's a beautiful gospel acapella version called More Precious Than Golds and the responsorial psalm written by Francesca La Rosa for the third Sunday of Lent cycle B. So you will hear a responsorial psalm, Lord, you have the words of everlasting life, is the refrain. The verses, though, match the verses in our chant text. So that's how we close out the playlist. And I think I've featured before We the Kingdom version of Holy Water sung with Tasha Cobbs Leonard. All right, now that's all I've got for you today, but I will be back again next week with another episode to celebrate Letare Sunday, the true halfway point between Ash Wednesday and Easter Sunday. It's one of two times a year we get to see our local priest wearing rose, or we all know it's pink. I'm your host, Gwen Christian. Thank you for joining me on this journey, and please tell all your friends to take a chance on me. You see-